to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I'm Larry Bogey. Hey, and if you want to catch me on the internet, find me on Twitter. At FF Larry Monkey is where you can find me. Now, this guy needs no introduction. He's on the couch. He's on the couch. I ain't heard about any turkeys because I I think he turns himself into a turkey if you go and catch a turkey in Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? At Rod DFF, Justin Rogers. Man, I went out again this morning. Still couldn't get a gobble anywhere. Did you? Them damn turkeys are locked up. They got their lips locked tight. Shit. So, so this is you just walk out of your house and just walk into the woods. No, I mean I gotta drive to the hunting camp. Huh. Uh, I can't hunt in my neighborhood. Neighbors are not too keen on me firing shotguns in the backyard. Walking around with a even shotgun. even on a bigger lot like this, it's still not not great. Dustin, what are you doing in the yard, man? Oh, I was just looking for turkeys. Just looking for turkeys. <laughs> Bang! Nice. <laughs> yeah, those text messages probably wouldn't be too friendly. Yeah, I mean, they probably think you're like uh, walking around as some junkie, you know? Yeah, well, you know, I don't. <laughs> at least I'm not trying to hunt in the middle of Chicago or something. So, that? Well, well, I tell you what. We have a guest on tonight, and I think he might be – last time he was on, we got on the subject, but I think he is now become – he's the most views in Pornhub for Illinois. Is that right? Yes, sir. Number yeah. one. Let's go. <laughs> Rising to the top of the list. In case anybody needs some clarity, the last time we talked about what states <laughs> we're watching porn with, with our guest, Scott that? Sidlow. The Pornhub <laughs> – Number one, number one in real estate taxes. Number one in crime, and number one in Pornhub, baby. Hey, he's like a you're like a like a stepsister guy, right? Is that what? what, what (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's the category. That's the portfolio dynasty, or maybe Pornhubolio, Pornhubolio, Pornhub, Pornhub dynasty, Pornhub, Pornhub dynasty. At Scott underscore Sidlow, known to his friends at home as Sid, but on the internet. He is Scott. Welcome to the show. That's right, man. I, is that I still is that still accurate? Yeah, very much so. Always, always been Sid. It's it's very strange when people call me Scott. Um, but you know, especially in my office, we have three Scots, so nobody uses that. It just it it just doesn't work. Hey, I gotta I gotta ask you because I think this is my third time on the show now. So what happens like when you get to five? You guys get yeah. like the the five timers jacket, you know? Oh like, yeah, that know? would be cool. Like uh, uh, we, we send anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. No way. With five times, you know what? God, I have to think. You know, how many five timers do we have? Sal Lito at one at one point took the title as the most. Uh, yeah, Sal's been on a lot. Most <laughs> the most uh, the frequented guest. I actually reached out to him the other day. What's that bum doing working that that new job? Still? <laughs> he, <laughs> he pulled the. <laughs> he did reference his job, and that's like been a, that's turned into an ongoing, funny bit because he he's always tell, telling us how hard he's working and stuff. So. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could look around. Who needs work? I mean, this is a podcast, but we are live to our Patreons that have access to this behind the scenes live show. It's a, it's a live show, essentially. Yeah, the unedited shit show is what we can call this one. Oh, the unedited That's shit. That's what we should prom- promote it as the unedited shit show. That's right. Everybody like loves it. a shit show, right? I like it. 
I like it. That's right. Yeah, you get access to the YouTube live link when we record. So you can watch, listen, and even comment uh, to the unedited raw recording of the pod. That's that's what that's just with the saucy tier. This is a three dollar um, a month. Uh, that's where you get more shows. We put it, we pump out more shows than than a dollar a show. If you wanted to break it down, right? What we like? We're at least yeah, at least that's, four that's, four to five shows a month. Seventy five cents ish a show. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good investment right there. To yeah, support well, your folks. I'll tell you what, and uh, you know, you might get the occasion random Friday night rager. You know, I I. I, I I, I feel so we me and Justin have a recorded podcast that I have not edited yet because it's been just like all kinds of craziness. Um, well, that's because he was drunk on Friday night and couldn't edit. <laughs> yes. Well, I came home from a party uh, <laughs> Friday night and was ready to, you know, keep up the party going. So I did a live mock with uh, uh, one of our patrons, Voice in Fuego, Troy Olson. Has a, he's got a, a clothing line. Uh, you want should probably check out and uh we went through it we did a mock draft with some other folks that were in uh, this live sleeper draft it was awesome man and when we we uh, i cut it into a show and i still have this this one uh with justin where we we get into what do we get into then we did some more trade value stuff which was a we did great, a bunch of trade great value. episode yeah another one that ran over ran well past uh, the hour um that we normally put out but i don't know i forgot where i was rambling excited that we got sid on the show three month saucy tier we're only mentioning a patron now then maybe we don't mention it anymore today maybe we, we do that a lot who knows but that extra extra hot tier if you were looking for the digits this is the tier you want to be in for ten dollars a month you get access to everything included in the saucy tier plus you get a free t-shirt exclusive access to our private phone numbers where you know, you can talk, text, Dynasty League, questions, trading, player value, 24 Look, I might get some dick pics from Larry. On oh, Friday well, Justin's a dick pic guy. From Yeah, you know, I, I sent a lot of <laughs> dick pics out. Waited, waited for a lot of dick pics for the original uh, uh, Listener League entrance. Yep. You know, a, a, a guy that we're all in a league with, Ike McNorman. Mm-hmm. He yep. is a, a, oh, he's no. a good he's a good. One of my oldest. He oldest. sent so many dick pics that he's. Oh, on no, no, no. But but this is funny. He was the guy at the wedding that would take the disposable camera into the bathroom and oh, no. snap, take a dick pic. Like he's uh, probably the OG. Di- that's like the OG dick pic, right? Yeah, that's before before they were. Uh, yeah, that's before dick that's... pics were dick pics, right? <laughs> I can still see the look uh, on his his wife's face when um when he was just like, yeah. He's like, you got to do that at a wedding. Like, he was just like, <laughs> matter of fact, and she just looked at him like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Yeah, OG dick oh, pics. Mike McNorman, he's in the DDCL. Yeah. And he's yeah. in the Hot Sauce so Listener I, League. He is in the Hot Sauce Listener League, Larry. I think that's in, in our little world, that's more important than the DDCL. That's right. Hey, now. Uh, yeah, and but you know, I, had a, I had a patron region out this week in, uh, via text about uh helping out with downloading something to a pdf a, a rookie guide so i was able to help directly with oh, that oh all right so yes. Justin, so you know what if you need some technical help with some, some it <laughs> yeah. well, a little uh southern it there yeah there you go man right. and we got a cool chat man well you know we, we get it going you know once in a while it'll still it'll, it'll get hot and um yeah it's great man this patreon's working out wonderfully 
and uh, we'll drop some Easter eggs in a show where you know we'll get you, you if you if you make it if you eat like we did the end of the show we dropped uh, you get a free mug if you make it this far and boom there were there were a couple people that cashed in on that uh, it was more than a couple yeah man. It was more than a couple. <laughs> the end, the end of your mock the end now. of your mock that was that was uh was a lot was of good time a lot of mugs baby a lot of mugs yeah. but um but we're kicking it man get into the hot sauce listener league it's almost full oh sit baby it what is almost about? full because we just had another person join really this is yeah, you know, oh. this, but mr mr scott sidlow oh really last week last week he, he's like yeah i want in oh that's right yes you messaged me that's right see? yeah see see justin you see why i followed up with you <laughs> right. well, on the plus side on the plus side he actually sent me hey and like I think he sends me screenshots, and I just dude. Whenever it comes to me, I want it off my plate right away. So yeah. as soon as I get a message, I screenshot it. Boom, right to Justin. It's he in sends the, it to it's me. In. I'm like, okay, yeah. so I've got the list. It's I got the list in my phone. So you're you're good. Yeah, yeah. Sidlow messaged me. He's like, by the way, uh, just in case <laughs> we know how Larry is. Yeah. Hey, come on, man. Look. If he's messaging you anytime after 6 p.m., there's a chance that you're drunk. That's, and you that's right. I'm just covering oh, all right, the bases, right. you know? Like, come on. That's good. I'm itching, man. I haven't done a startup, and this is the wow. longest period of time in my dynasty career that I have not done a startup. Me, so. Well, me too. Me too. Right before last season, August, I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a long time I, for I, me. I've picked up I usually some do one every month, so yeah. Yeah, the orphans have gotten me before the startup has come up. Like the orphans are just they're they're more, I guess, more fruitful uh, in my neck of the woods. I guess I get more exposure to to orphans that are out there. Or I don't know, Justin, are we doing a dispersal in the hot sauce league or what? We are going to be doing. There's a pussy on the screen. If you are a Patreon, you would have gotten to see some pussy tonight. Right? Meow. <laughs> that kind of visiting the uh the show here. But yes, we're gonna be doing a dispersal. We'll have an announcement about that after we fill this league up, this uh second copy or third copy, I mean. So yeah, so third copy, 42 teams, 14 team divisions. We have division champions payout, we have an overall champion payout. There's going to be some moolah involved, and there's a charity aspect. We like to send some money to charity. So uh, hit me or Larry up if you want in on the league, and we'll make that happen. Yeah, it's called the the charity's um, Justin Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, nobody's going to call me charity, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, what is that, a Bud Heavy? Yeah, that's my beer choice. Oh but, my uh, god, the beer! Of course, it is. You live in Mississippi. The right, beer yeah, choice yeah. is a butt heavy can. <laughs> that's right. Now you prefer it in the can? I do prefer it in the can, actually. Uh-huh. I prefer most beer in a can. Yes. Light doesn't uh, ruin it because you know that's a problem with beer bottles is that light affects beer. Wow. So it sure does. Never made sense fun. to me. So hold on, we're, God, you know everybody hates podcasts that just go through all the bullshit before they get into the. the we don't care if everybody hates it. We get we have enough bullshit to talk about, so that's what. We but do. I feel like we need to talk about the our draft party, which is next week, right? Yes, we're gonna have a live draft show as we always do, and guess what? Hollywood Titan, he's tell me he can't make it. What? Like I mean, at least this time he's telling us he can't make. Is he it. going he's to Scott's party? on for thirty seconds and disappearing? That's true. Yeah. All hammered. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. La- was it last year or two years ago? He popped in. He was on for like a minute. And he's like, I'll be back. Yeah, but he was super. He, uh, yeah. he was yeah. on another play. He didn't remember the draft that, that He was year. having a Larry night. Scott, yeah. hey now. Excuse me? What's that? How many folks are coming over to your house, Scott? Uh, Probably just like eight to ten. Not oh, nothing yeah. crazy, but you know, yeah, just go to the computer, computer, computer up, and we'll uh, we'll drop all you guys in on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll I bring will. you in, man. Let's I'm do down. it. No, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know what some Chicago boys are like. <laughs> well, no, no, you don't. We got. We're gonna have. I think we're gonna have some some fun peeps, man. Johnny Lobb said he was gonna hop on. Shane Manila is gonna pop in. Uh, maybe well, Shane's we always a good more. time. Yeah, we'll get when we get some more folks uh, throughout the evening that. Um, you know, as the picks come in, I'm betting Troy pops in a little bit. He was asking earlier. That'll be exciting. All of our all of our patrons are invited. It's a draft oh. party. All I feel yeah. like all the patrons will be invited um, to hop in. That'll be exciting. It's going to be a fun night, man. And only thirty. What's going to not last as long as normal? Only thirty-one picks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One Save ten pick minutes, shorter. man. So a statistic that I heard today was about the first round picks in an NFL draft. And historically, only 40% of those first rounders hit. And, uh, and by hitting means defined, yeah. it's defined as signing a second contract with the same okay. team you drafted you, who drafted you. And I think that's a, that's a nice benchmark. Wow. Uh, Cause if you, if you earn a second contract by the team that drafted you, then you got it. Then they want you. And um, you know, whatever that's the benchmark yeah no that's so, and it's still 40 percent. it's like 39 points something um but let's just say 40 percent so it's think amazing. about it, that it feels low but it's that seems low. how much money do, how much money goes into all of these like all this analysis in terms of just nfl scouting um to come up with just this half-ass really you're better off flipping a coin. Yeah, you know, <laughs> our, our hit rate in Dynasty is actually slightly higher for first, for first rounders. rounders. So yeah. Well, I mean, you got to credit that to to the. There has to be some credit to the players that have come out with. I mean, there's some some strong classes. I think we just have to credit the NFL. Yeah. Because all we do is draft the guys that they do. We're like, oh, they took them early. Let's let's grab that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know the Corey, <laughs> the Corey Coleman's and the uh, the, oh, the Juan Treadwells, you know John Ross, <laughs> John Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a few of those laying around. Kevin White. Oh, hey. oh Quentin Johnson. Chicago you mean? Bears. Oh, oh. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> oh, so shade so, on QJ right at the let's, start. Let's let's pick Sid's brain a little bit, man. I mean, you've, where are where are you at, man? You're now you're a portfolio dynasty player, correct? Yeah. Want to yep, explain yep. what that means to folks yep. that might not know what that means? Yeah. So I mean, think of it as like your uh, your investment portfolio, right? You're gonna have. Um, you're not just gonna buy Apple and and just let it ride. Like you might, but that's probably not the the best strategy. So you're gonna invest in multiple different companies and uh, create a portfolio. And that's the same thing that I do. So I'm in currently in 44 dynasty leagues and uh, just essentially managing it as a portfolio in a way where I'm looking to take profits on certain players. Uh, I'm looking to win on the margins. I'm looking to uh, diversify in some cases. So. Uh, a lot of different variables that go into it, uh, but ultimately it's it's uh, just kind of a different way of playing. And sometimes it's 
easier, I guess, more free flowing. Uh, and sometimes it can be more difficult because I might have somebody trying to trade me a player and I'll, I'll say no, just because I'm, I'm over the cap, um, yeah, overexposed yep. and just too much exposure. You know, I definitely don't want that either. So, uh, different times of year though, this time of year, maybe not a, lo- a little less concerned with that, but, um, but yeah, it's just a different approach to it. We'd pretty much consider anyone with, uh, double digit leagues to be a portfolio player to some extent. You know, it's so does that mean that you're completely player agnostic or do you still kind of pick some favorites and and work toward the you know? Yeah, so the thing is what I'll what I'll try to do, I mean obviously personal bias is going to come into it. I mean, there's just no way not to, right? Like um you're going to have a little bit more emotion about some players. Like I generally avoid bears because I know how bad the organization is. Uh, and you know, they can't develop certain players. Um, so obviously that's a bias. Um, but as far as like rookie picks, for example, if I have, you know, six one Oh twos and they all kind of have good landing spots and good draft capital. And I have three, you know, let's say three of the quarterbacks, let's ignore Levis for now. Let's just say the three top quarterbacks. I might take two of each and diversify a little bit because, you know, at the top, that's probably the best for my portfolio. Um, but later in the draft, like mid to late first round, um, and maybe actually not even that early, but second, third round, definitely I'm willing to pick like four or five guys and just smash those guys in every draft. So, you know, I don't mind having, uh, 10 shares of, you know, 10, 15 shares of third round picks because if they, if they don't hit, what did I really lose? You know, 10, 10 third round picks. Okay. Uh, but what if they hit? Or what if they increase at least to second round picks? Then I can start taking profit on some of those guys. So um, in general, early on, I'm diversifying a little bit. And then as the draft gets later, I'm willing to kind of pick a few guys and, and go for it. How does that affect your trading philosophy or does it at all? It, it does. It does. Because sometimes, um, you know, that's what I mean by kind of sometimes it's free flowing because it's like, yeah, I'm willing to definitely move these guys because I, I need to shed some shares. And I might be willing to take a little bit of a discount to move those guys. Uh, and then there might be other times where I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I have too many of that player. or I just don't don't want to add any more. And then I'm, I become that guy who's difficult to trade with because I'm unreasonable about the value because I don't I don't really want him, you know, unless I can know I can move him in another league. Hmm. Now, our friend Scott Connor, friend of the show, who's been on the show quite a few times as well. Right, Justin? Yeah. Yes, he's also a portfolio guy, right? Indeed. I'm in a couple leagues with him where I've gotten kind of a lopsided trade in my favor. Uh, Just so he, I mean, does that make any sense to you? Like, well, like like he's trading for like maybe Jerry Judy for like Alan Lazard and and another piece where it was just like, clearly I should take this. And um, I don't know. I'll yeah, I, well, it, it comes down <laughs> to it comes down to roster construction philosophy as well. So there are sometimes wide receivers a great example. Um, you know, threshold wide receivers. Uh, Scott Connor and I agree on that for sure. Uh, that we really just kind of want the top. Uh, you know, 40, 50 wide receivers because beyond that, how are you going to know who you're you're going to play each week? I'd rather plug in those running backs that I know are starting or getting spot starts from those guys. Uh, maybe even a tight end in a 2.0 tight end premium. 
So I'm definitely willing to give away some of those receivers if if I'm uh, you know if I'm already loaded at that position. So right. sometimes it's just roster construction, and then sometimes it's just you know, hey, I'm just going to shed this player because it's just too risky for for where I'm at right now, you know, and I may be looking to just add some other pieces or I may be specifically targeting some players. So, yeah, sometimes it, it, it becomes a good deal for the other players in our league because we're willing to take a discount on those guys just to get them get them out of the portfolio. So I have the trade here. It's uh, this was in August, August 2nd of 2022. I gave up this was he proposed this to me. Uh, I gave up Alan Lazard and a 2024 first for Jerry Judy and Christian Watson. And I was like, yeah. I, who cares? If she, I'm like, I want no part of Alan Lazard at all. And who cares about it? But that in 2022, I was like, who cares about a 2024 first? Give me Judy and Christian Watson more so because of Jerry Judy than anything else. He was the centerpiece of this. Uh, um, but yeah, Alan Lazard was, I guess that was when he was being talked about as the, oh, he's going to be the number one. But I feel like Scott just wanted to wanted to just diversify a little bit. So diversification could have been part of it. Maybe he ended up with more Watts and then he thought um, those are also two risky players. Whereas that 24 first he could use to, you know, go upgrade at quarterback, go get an elite quarterback, go get an elite tight end. So, uh, you know, liquidity is important, too. And Larry, what did that team finish this year? Do you remember? I'm assuming it was your first. Oh, yeah, well, that's a good point, too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was a twenty-four. It was a twenty-four. So it wouldn't matter next year. Well, I understand that, but I, I'm trying to get an idea of what he was maybe looking at. Um, I, I, I won the, the toilet bowl. Toilet I got the one fifteen. Uh-huh. It's a fourteen-team league, and I was one, two, three, four. I believe I was like the fifth from the bottom in a fourteen-team league. So, so, right now he's looking at hopefully a top half of the twenty-four pick. See, he may have if looked at your team it. and went. You know what? Let me acquire his 24 first because he's lacking in quality, et cetera. And these two players aren't going to move the needle. This is also summer of 2022. He he ended up finishing fifth and I finished ninth. Yeah. But see, it's the same thing I do when I look at picks. Like I'll try to, I'll be starting to try acquire 2025s pretty soon. And it'll be because I'm looking at at a team and I'm going, okay, they have mediocre players with some age. They don't have a whole lot of 24 draft capital, so they're not going to be able to improve their team next year that much, you know, going into 25 so or going into 2024. So let me see if I can acquire their 25 first, that kind of thing. So he may have said, you know, Larry's team is whatever. I don't see him making huge improvements to that team yeah. because he doesn't have the assets to move to make that happen. If you and have then, aging quarterbacks or no elite quarterbacks, that's another factor too. If you have like Zach Wilson and Baker Mayfield on your team. Uh, I do. Of course <laughs> I do. I also have Kyler Murray, which is why my team finished so terribly last year. Oh, makes sense. But, uh, I mean, I, ha- I have a pretty good team in this league. Um, thanks to some of those moves. Uh, just because yeah. it's about the depth. It's a, start thir- it's a 14-team league where it's a start third team. So it's yeah. all about the depth. So those uh, – that was another part of it. I was like, Alan Lazar is never going to be anything. Who cares about him? And the 24 first is two years down the road. I'm getting two players, one of which is a rookie, one of which is Jerry Judy. Oh, and yeah, when you're in a, when you're playing as many leagues as Scott is, though, you can afford to be like, you know what? I'll, let me. Right. I don't need. I don't first. need another. Yeah, I don't need another Jerry Judy here. Right? I, I yeah. actually moved all of my Jerry. I don't think I have any Jerry Judy left. So I I kind of agree with that. I don't know that that was necessarily his uh, mindset, but yeah. I I, uh, I actually traded Judy 
and added a third to get Jameson Williams um, a couple Ooh. weeks ago. And the reason behind that was <clears throat> I didn't mind losing the third because uh, another team I was negotiating with <laughs> wanted Jared Goff. And so I was like, hey, do you want to stack Goff and Jameson Williams? Because I could pull off this trade. And he's like, yeah. So then I ended up getting Kyler Murray and, and Kenneth Walker oh, um, okay. and something else. I was like, yeah, that's let's let's do that. I was about to say, I don't really love that move at all. But if you were able to transition that into a into another parlayed trade, it. Yep. Yeah. So Cascading you, trades and ended up with Kyler and Kenneth Walker essentially for Jerry Judy. See, and a third. What, what, can we just pivot to this Dynasty Hot Sauce Listener League trade that just went down two days ago? Let's hear that it. Include, that that had that had Jamison Williams involved in it. It was the pick one fifteen, which is the one oh eight. Was the one oh eight. For Jamison Williams and the 217, which, which is, is 209. Okay. So and all right. Sides. So let me let, let's let's establish one thing here. This is the 108 for Jamison Williams and what is going to likely be a 2025 first. Because in oh. in our league, you can draft future firsts two years out. Mm. Shane, if you're listening, it's not one year out, it's two years out. <laughs> He got a little confused. A while so the two seventeen will be like a twenty seven. No, first. a twenty twenty five first. <laughs> Shit, Larry. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> It'll be a first. So a twenty twenty three one oh eight for Jameson Williams and a twenty twenty five first. I would do that. Which one would you take? The one. Oh, I take the Williams side. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I would as well. When yeah, once you start throwing, instead of saying the two seventeen or the two oh nine, instead of saying the two oh nine, you say. The 2025 first, and you're going to be choosing which first you want of what's available. So you can kind of analyze teams and, and you know, make that disrespect pick there. Well, can I just tell you what the 108 is in DLF ADP Superflex rookie ranks right probably now? Will Levis or, uh, well, it's, I'll give you 107. Well, 107 yeah. Jordan Addison, Will Levis, eight, Quentin Johnson, Johnston, nine, yeah. Zay Flowers, 10, Charbonnet, 11. Downs twelve hooker. See, and that was in that was in April, the beginning of April. That's April, yeah. Yeah. See, I think Charbonnet jumps. I think QJ drops. Addison probably drops a little bit. I think Charbonnet. I think Charbonnet is going to end up being that one hundred eight, one hundred nine spot. That's that's why I had nine as my pivot point. Whereas, like, right. if I'm I'm top eight, and I'll probably stay unless something blows me away. But a deal like this, I'd be willing to do to pick up that potentially elite receiver. Um, plus a, a second. And in this case, if that turns into a future first, that's great. Uh, Even if it doesn't, I'm good with the second too. Um, I like the trade, but only because uh, I'm moving Jamison Williams right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I, you say potentially elite receiver and I say already a bust. So well, Jamison Williams like went for the one eight last I'll keep, year. I'll keep trading chairs too. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. No, he, he did. He was right in that range last year. So. I mean, I feel like that's a steal. I I would love. To, I'm happy with cashing out, seeing what the the offense is. I know it's. I know they could. I mean, I don't know. I guess you're you're a Jameson Williams guy, Sid. No, not necessarily. But I mean, I I like him. I guess to package him, like I just did, you yeah. know, in that example. I have um, him like just in like a couple of spots, and I hope that he blows up, man. Everyone's all his like peers. Are saying just wait for this guy. 
Yeah, but that's what that's what buddies do. You know, Olave uh, Wilson, uh, all his ex teammates. That's what that's what all ex teammates do. You know, if they're, unless they just hate each other, they're like, yeah, he's the greatest. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. So yeah, I just found that trade by the way. It was Judy in a third for Jamison Williams, and then I immediately packaged Goff, Jamison Williams, uh, and Brian Robinson for Kyler Murray, Kenneth Walker, and Michael Pittman. Oh my God! So Pete's. I'm very. When was that? Very happy with that. I'd be stoked with that. Yeah. How long ago was that? Yeah. Uh, March. So a couple weeks. This ago. year. <laughs> couple weeks, yeah, couple weeks Everyone ago. hates Kyler Murray, huh? Uh, yeah, there was some. There was some outrage in the league, but it's a. You know, ah. <laughs> Listen, look, I offered it to me, so I don't know what you right. want. Let's hear. Give me, give me some snippets of the outrage. So wait, hold on. Tell me this trade again, and then let me hear. Let me hear, let me hear how. Oh, I can how, tell you how, the trade. How, well, how the I can tell you the explode. trade while he goes and gets the the outrage. Okay, I want to hear how the volcano explodes. So he exactly trades Judy Judy in a third for Jamison Williams. Then he trades Golf, Jamison Williams, and Brian Robinson for Kyler Murray, Kenneth Walker, and Michael Pittman. Okay, he's got every one of those is better it's than not, the other player. It's not super egregious. No, I mean, it's awful. Okay, Larry, listen. <laughs> Kyler, no, no, no. Listen, you listen to me now. Kyler or Golf? Who are you taking? I can see someone taking Larry, Golf over Kyler. No I'm way. taking Kyler, but no I can see Kyler over. No one's taking Golf over. I Kyler. can listen. I'm I'm all over Kyler, but I can see somebody being like, "Give me Golf with the new with the brand new greatest show on turf." Cheese and pizza. I'm and Ron. I don't think Amy Montgomery and DeAndre Swift. Nobody is reasonably doing that. Nobody's re- nobody is doing that, especially on value in April. All right, and then uh, tight end in the first okay. round, and then Michael Pittman or Jamison Williams. Pittman, Pittman for me, and then sure. uh, Kenneth Walker or Brian Robinson. Well, yeah, of course, Kenny Walker. It's awful. It's fucking awful. Yeah, well done, not, Scott. Well done. I That's actually offered it. That I'm get, it's not something that I'm. I'm not. I, I that's a, that's even, if if Larry, if that if some if you sent that trade to someone, they would laugh at you like they do the other offers. If I see a silly trade, you'll get like the only thing that I will do if it's like super egregious, I'll throw like a pair of eyes. I'll just do the old eyes. You know, you just throw those yeah. the eyes. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, the eyes. He originally, look. he asked me for golf, and I said, "Would you be interested in the stack?" And then when I made the trade, I immediately golf offered to him for Jimmy golf. G. And then he swapped out Jimmy G and put in Kyler Murray. And I was like, shit. Okay. So he chose Jimmy G over Kyler. That's correct. Guy's not a Kyler guy. He was really worried about his injury. Like, I don't like Kyler either, but value wise, sure. Let's go. If I could get if I could get a hundred percent of Kyler Murray right now, I would because the the value is so depressed. Somebody some some guys play dynasty different than than everybody else man these guys there are people that just want their guys and kyler's these guys sick of kyler it's just sold them on a discount man you get 10 cents yeah, on a dollar he didn't so. shop them around you, you caught him at a good time you just got him that's it you just that's it man this is like this is like it uh happens. clearance rat kyler it happens clearance to everyone kyler that you can resell on ebay for 
10 times the, the cost. Dude, I, I you like could doing like, that. You could like David Koresh somebody into a player that you want, man. You could just get a good, you get all. Uh, Give uh, me this analogy. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I'm dying for this analogy. It's more, more or less, you can hypnotize somebody into, into the, the player that you want. You could like, you can get a massage it in the direction of, hey, let me get let me get David some of Koresh that. analogies kill me, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. David Koresh could it was pro- would probably be great at Dynasty. He would he would he would manipulate everyone into making a lopsided trade. I don't know, man. He might drink the Kool Aid too much. Mm. Well, one time is too many, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what are we talking about here, Sid? So well, let me hear the first one. What the fuck? I'm quitting this league. Fuck him. This guy with his dynasty junkies. Bullshit. I can't yeah. believe you took that trade. So <laughs> what What happened was there was another trade uh, a little bit before this. Oh, no. That, um, league the, activity. Everyone hates that, right? Well, no, no. <laughs> it, this was actually like a year. It was like a couple years ago where I traded like the 110 or something for like Sam Darnold, Miles Gaskin, and like somebody. Like it was they were outraged at the other side. Like they thought they thought I was just completely like giving like absolutely annihilating them like i got three starters for one late first like i just crushed them and like so this was the same guy that was you know trying to like get the commissioner to overturn it and stuff and i was like remember that trade a couple years ago when i basically gave up a first for literally nothing i got absolutely i got miles gaskin out of a first i got like two starts awesome um so yeah this was the same guy so that was kind of my counter back to his thing but he just like emailed the whole league and he's like He's like, oh, does anyone not see an issue with this? Uh, you know, basically just loading up one team here. This is the definition of collusion. This is this is a hundred percent not right. You know, um, okay. Any caps Everybody. in this message? Caps? Uh, yeah, pretty much all caps. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love that. It's on the group text. So he replied to the trade email that went out. It's on MFL, right? So you get the oh, trade yeah. email. He replied to oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. like there. yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it was it was fun. Did yeah. anyone else chime in after that? Actually, on this one, no, I don't think anyone did because I I quickly replied with my comment, and I think that kind of shut things down. But oh, yeah, I so, love it, man. Um, love it's really the same guy complaining about every trade. You know yeah. what I mean? He didn't get to make it. Meanwhile, when's the last time you got an offer from him? You know? you know? Oh, I've never done a trade with him in like three or four years. Right? So. Does, he have any, does he have a good no. team? Uh. I got twenty. I got twenty-two league pulled up here, um, or I can pull it up here real quick. Yeah, uh, he was he was six and eight. So I don't nope. know who's on. I don't know who's on his team, but uh, I have a I have a question for you guys, both of you guys. Yeah. I know Justin's answer already. Okay. If 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 the if the if Bryce Young is the one hundred and one in the NFL draft, is he? the first quarterback taken in fantasy drafts. If it goes young, Stroud, blah, 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 instead of All right, let's Stroud say young. It was young, Stroud. So young at one to and Carolina. And Richardson. Stroud at two to Tennessee. Let's to throw Texas. Richardson in the top five. He, oh, even though he might be the Billy Willis, who knows? It, Larry, just let me throw the whole scenario out there. Let's say it goes, oh, let me interrupt you. It goes Bryce Young at one to Carolina. Uh, 
then Stroud to uh, the Texans at two, and then Anthony Richardson to the Colts at four. Okay. Where are you at? I wish he had asked Stroud because I think if if it was Stroud, that might make a little mini tier at two. Um, but with Bryce Young, I think it just kind of evens them out. Um, I, I actually, I completely disagree with everyone saying that like Carolina has nothing like, I, I mean, I'm also looking at this two years ago going, okay, with Justin Fields, what did the bears put around him? Like, if you think that Carolina has nothing, go back, please go back and look at the bears roster with Justin Fields as a rookie and look at who he had, because that is a night and day situation with Carolina. Yeah, they got um, and I don't think now, so. they, they have. I'm not saying it's not Justin Jefferson to throw to. I get it, but like yeah. you have solid veterans with Hurst. Miles Sanders caught 45 Sanders. balls a rookie year. Um, you have a decent line, so it's like it's, it's you have a, a coaching staff that's building a system literally around who they're taking. So it's completely. Yeah. It's not anything like. You know the Justin Fields scenario, for example, which is what I'm using because it was right in front of me. There um, is a lot of talk. Let me interrupt real quick. Yeah, there go is ahead. A lot of talk that Carolina is like the premium spot, and that that particular landing spot is going to elevate whatever quarterback to the 101, yeah. regard, or you know, to the 102. I, because of the yeah, I think I agree regardless. with that. Well, I mean, they're, they're clearly like going to have doing. they're going to have to have some type of connection at some point before they can. You know, there's going to have to be some cohesion involved. Well, before, uh, anything uh, you have talent, though, you have to. I understand these guys haven't produced, but you're talking about like Terrace Marshall, LaVisca. You've got a few guys that are talented. If they can connect with Young or Stroud or whoever it's going to be, there's a chance there that there's some rapport created. Then you have you, the solid yeah. bet with Thielen. You have DJ Shark. I mean, you, you have a few guys. I understand health is the biggest thing, right? But not talent. These guys are all very talented. Dude. My, so, I love. I'm the I'm the flyer guy. I love taking flyers on guys, man. That Carolina team is just a whole team of flyer guys. It, it is anchored anchored by Miles Sanders. I mean, is this guy primed to have like 1,500 fucking total yards minimum? No, That's his I don't floor. think their team will be good enough for him to do that. I but. mean, they'll be they're gonna be playing from behind, and he's yeah. he's the best player on their team, honestly, right? Yeah, but we know how Frank Reich uses running backs. And I, oh God, man, I'm so excited for the. I, I wish the Carolina Panthers are will be good, but well, knows? look at that division. I mean, honestly, they would anybody be shocked if they won? Well, I don't care about much about that. I'm talking about from a fantasy perspective. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying though. If you have six games that you're basically pummeling the other teams, I mean, I don't I'm know really what really excited. Look like, but I'm really I'm excited. excited. No one's pummeling the Atlanta defense this year. The problem is that the fucking quarterback is Desmond Ritter. <laughs> your favorite they made some really nice investments on defense they have they have son of a bitch still got a bum quarterback you don't even know hey, welcome to Chicago. you haven't even seen him play yet i've seen him play four games he was trash i saw him play at cincinnati he was meh he's yeah, mid he's, man think he's this so is a mid. drake may this is a drake may play no because they're gonna oh, okay and I, i'll just preach it again the falcons are going to be just good enough to be out of play for any for either of the top two or three okay. yeah they'll be like nine wrestling. okay where do the falcons pick right now eight this year eight eight they have a top 10 pick yeah they're what's that gonna get a little lettuce maybe well desmond Ritter, would you rather no you rather? no i mean no. Anthony, <laughs> anthony, anthony richardson and drake london and tyler out here well, AR's not making it to eight. Move so. up to three. 
Yeah, he's got to be three. I don't the Falcons think aren't doing that. They, they'd no, not, they'd rather play Desmond Ritter. And honestly, I don't blame them. They'd rather play Desmond Ritter and draft somebody else than to trade up to Anthony Richardson. They want to load up their team. Hopefully, they're being strategic about it with, with contracts and stuff. Load up the team, bring the quarterback in when the team's almost ready, and then Tyler LG will be ready to, to put but out the who's pass. Gonna be, who's the quarterback they're going to bring in, Larry? Because when they win seven or eight games next year and they're drafting from the 10 or 12 spot, that's not going to do any good. They're going to be stuck in. They're going to be stuck in purgatory. This is the problem with waiting to draft a QB. Is that if you get out of position to draft that QB, you're effed. Mm-hmm. So, this is fantastic. So, hey, if you're going to drop into the dynasty hot sauce draft party next week, then you better roll in when it's time to roll in. Scott Sidlow wouldn't open the doors. His name is Scott. His name is Sid. Scott. Underscore Sidlow Portfolio Motherfucker. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Pod. One, two, three, four. Barry Monkey and Justin Rogers. Talking Dynasty Football, baby.